guys, welcome to the Hustle & Flow podcast. I'm Sean The Hustle. I'm Les The Flow. Let's go. Your turn this week, Les, to choose the topic. Yes. Um, to be honest, I tried to avoid choosing this topic, um, but I think I'll keep true to selecting things that are front of mind um, and to give context. It is mid-March at the moment, mid-March 2020, and uh, the topic on everyone's lips and being broadcast around the world is surrounding the uncertainty and the unprecedented times that we face around the coronavirus and all that sort of thing. I don't want to focus too much on the, the virus itself or what it means, but I want to talk about it from a different angle. Um, perhaps from the angle of responsibility and opportunity. Um, when I look at this situation, I'm reminded of a quote from George Santayana, who says, those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And I think that we, or this uh, situation or this circumstance is an opportunity for us to look at it from that lens um, so yeah that's okay. what sort of I wanted to talk about cool yeah so what are your thoughts on that um, or everything surrounding it really oh look I th- just think it's an unsettled time for a lot of people mm. and um, like everything it's all a matter of perspective the perspective that you take on certain things determine how you view them how you operate what you're going to be like what you think um what you think is happening how you feel about it so um just keeping in mind that fear is a massive um like it affects people in lots of different ways yeah and i guess that's like the undertone of everything right now like people are afraid yeah um and how you look at fear and how um I guess if you're able to sit on top of things and look at them from a kind of a bird's eye view or pull yourself back out of the situation that you're currently in, like we're in Sydney, Australia. Um, There's been reports all over the world about Australians going nuts over toilet paper and hoarding groceries and, um, you know, people actually get into fights over toilet paper. Yeah. And when, as funny as that may be to people and, Ridiculous. The fact is people are actually getting into altercations over toilet paper. People are removing groceries off the shelves to the point that people that may need them can't get them. Um, you know, just recently, uh, one of the largest retailer chains here in Australia has decided to open an hour earlier and just let senior card holders, so the elderly, uh, have a shot at coming into the store and that hour is dedicated to them alone, which means they haven't been able to get stuff before this Mm. um well i think um there's been people who have been snatching you know uh toilet paper and things like that from uh the elderly and disabled you know yeah that's just just like disgraceful man if you're like actually doing that yeah like shame on you yeah regardless of what your values are Mm. um but yeah it's just like this i wouldn't say it's crazy it's not like crazy times but it's just weird times. Hmm. Like, I think a lot of people are like, it's crazy times. It's not that crazy, dude. Like, 
people are still out before this i was you know uh in the cbd had to come back there's still people out there's people doing things there's people in cafes people are going about their daily lives but there is actually a large portion of the population who are working from home you know their mm. companies that they work at have told them to go work from home companies are trying to work that out right now see if they can do it they're testing it we're not in any type of quarantine at the moment there's like mandatory quarantine for people that have arrived from overseas um but in terms of isolation and stuff it's encouraged it's being encouraged right now but it's not a requirement not- and i think i think that's an important point to sort of sit on and talk about a little bit more right um we're not currently in a state of forced or mandated quarantine but it is encouraged but if we follow suit and look at um, again a very close history just of uh, many of the asian countries like china taiwan south korea japan things like that they're now starting to recover from uh I guess the hysteria surrounding everything and um, they feel like they've got the situation under control, but they mandated um, quarantine quite heavily for, I think it was even since January or something, you know, for some of these countries. Yeah. Um, So if we look back, I think that we can safely say or we can predict that it's probably coming for us and it's likely going to happen for for a lot of countries um that haven't already done it do you know what i mean yeah um and i think again in terms of like this subjective view of whether it seems crazy or not it, it plays down i think to like you said at the very start like perspective mm-hmm. and how you see it because whether you um, subscribe to the fear that is being spread through all the you know media reports and how these reports are being circulated through social media and various media outlets it is going to seem potentially crazy to you and that's why people are acting you know uh, in irrational ways like if you just stop to think about what you were doing with hoarding toilet paper if you aren't allowed to leave the house, it's not going to save you from dying. You just can't wipe your ass. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You um, can wash it with water. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's there's all these um, there's all these references out there um, played out in uh, a, a comedic way, but it's true. Is that uh, the Filipino people? They have this thing called a tabo which is just a a cup or or like a little tub that they use to wash their ass and but it's true right you you don't need toilet paper right so why are people getting into altercations about it so that's what i'm saying in terms of whether it's seen as crazy or not it's that matter of perspective and how you consume and ascribe to that fear that is being pushed around right yeah and that is being created by all these reports and all that sort of thing yeah yeah well, the thing is as well, like regardless of what you might think of a, cert- a situation or what's going on, there are real flow on effects. Yeah, for right? sure. So like if you go to a supermarket right now, like all the ones in my local area, the, you actually can't buy rice. 
you can't buy pasta you haven't been able to buy toilet paper for quite a while unless you are there at like the moment it gets delivered mm. so um regardless of what you may think if you want toilet paper on a certain day and you run out of your house you actually can't buy it yeah <laughs> so like mm. um yeah regardless of what you think there's real flow-on effects there's things that are happening in reality regardless of your perspective of it yeah and i think that's one thing to note which is uh what everybody is being told or what you ascribe to listening to um and what you hear and what you do based on that has a real flow-on effect yeah absolutely right absolutely and i also think that even the people who have any sort of opinion whether it's an opinion of uh, these types of people and, you know, throwing judgment of them and making fun of them and creating memes and all that sort of stuff, mm. right? That is still bringing attention to the problem, yep. you know? And that is indirectly exacerbating what is already there. Yeah. Um, so even if you, by doing that, are um, not supporting what is happening and seeing the the silliness in it, it is still bringing attention to it. Right, and it's still furthering the same cause, whether you are doing it or not, whether you feel like that is your attention, intention or not. Right? Yeah, I guess it's like you're you're putting some fuel to the fire. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Like you might not think you are, but you are. Yeah, 100%. in a lot of cases. And look, man, like for me, it's not. This isn't a right or wrong sort of thing. Like what mm. we're talking about right now. Mm. Like I'm not saying that if you want hundred rolls of toilet paper, you shouldn't have it. You might really like wiping your ass in luxury, mm. but. Um, and you do what you want to do but as i always say like when we talk to each other and we talk about things like at large right it's like it's cool to do what you want to do as long as you're not hurting other people yeah right and i think that's one thing that really needs to be considered here is like our sense of responsibility as humans right now yeah and um you know i feel like this time at the moment is starting to uncover a lot of how people really are as in like how individuals really are totally right like i'm looking around and like dude if you're someone who's willing to actually punch on with someone for toilet paper like it tells me a lot about you mm. um if you are one of those like scum buckets who's taking something that you was in the hand of an elderly person if that's happening or you know you see that they're gonna get something and you charge to the shelf before them to get it like that's telling me a lot about you. Mm. So that's one interesting thing of this time that I'm noticing and I'm paying real close attention to is like how people are reacting to things, how people are acting right now. Mm. And just in the conversations you have with people, like totally. um, you can see what's important to people and what's not. Totally. And it's uncovering a lot of like, it's ripping away a lot of the surface yeah. um, and the decorum that people have on top of, essentially what they really are and what they yeah. really like yeah and that's interesting to me yeah yeah it's weird that it takes something like this yeah how people are responding totally. and reacting reacting sorry right. more, this is more like so reaction yeah this reaction. is one of those like prime time examples of like reacting versus responding yeah totally because if you did just take a moment right the toilet paper thing we keep coming back to it but it's like the easiest um example is like man if you run out it's fine, man. Just wash your ass mm. with water. Mm. Take a shower. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Now, look. Did I go out and get toilet paper? Yes, I did. Because I like wiping my ass with toilet paper. Yeah. But it would not be the end of the world for me if I didn't have it. Right? Exactly. So, like, the my point on that, though, is that other people are acting like 
they will die if they don't have it. Mm. Like when you get into an altercation with someone over that, like you've got some fear response happening and you're reacting. Because yeah. if you stop to think about it, you'd be like, wait a minute, why the fuck am I about to punch on with someone yeah. over ass paper? Yeah. Like stupid. Yeah. Anyone who has rational thought would agree. Mm. So that's the sort of thing. I think if people took the time to understand like, why am I so scared? Like, why am I reacting like this? Yeah. Responses would be a lot different. Actions would be a lot different. And we might be in a different spot right now. Yeah. But then on the flip side as well, I see other people just being real flippant. Right? Like the whole mask thing. They're like, don't wear a mask. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, it might not. But like just sheer common sense. Like, how do you think shit like this spreads? Like if someone coughs or sneezes and you're wearing a mask versus not wearing a mask, I think it's probably going to help you. Yeah, it's going to stop transference or something. Like, it's going to do something. But to be like, oh, don't wear a mask. Like, I'm not wearing a mask, but I'm just saying, right? Like, the response of that and people being like, you don't even need to wear a mask. I feel like it's some kind of weird defense mechanism of, like, trying to ward off it happening through your sheer hopes. Yeah. It's like... It's a level of ignorance to it or hoping that it will just blow over, you know? Yeah, or... And it's also, there's so many contradictory things going on right now, like peace, uh, sorry, advice, contrary advice going on, which is like, don't wear a mask, right? It doesn't do anything. Then like, don't touch your face and your mouth. It's like, if you're wearing a mask, even if you put your hand there, you wouldn't touch it. So doesn't that seem like maybe it might be a good idea for you if you're Mm going to do that? Mm -hmm. Shit like that. It's like, one person says one thing, one person says another thing. And I'm like, but why? Like, why would you say that? why are you trying to dissuade people from doing something that could potentially help them if you just thought about it for a minute Mm. you know what i mean so and i think a lot of that as well is like you don't hope it will happen and you think that if you're like nah that'll never happen it's this very much like for aussies like for us it's like this she'll be right attitude yeah and sometimes she may not be right yeah and you need to think about that man yeah because like this sort of situation if people do start to get sick and you've got like elderly family members, you live with someone with a weak immune system, like it's going to affect them. Yeah. There's an actual real effect to that. And you just being like, nah, she'll be right. Might not be the best course of action for you right now. Yeah. And like, I think that's probably a, a very important point that we should delve a little bit further down. And to me, what I got from that is, firstly, we'll talk about responsibility in in these times as individuals right but there's also this middle ground that we must sort of tread like with responsibility yeah it's not a case of we must overreact and uh panic without knowing what exactly is going on and being irrational about all our actions and thoughts and our behaviors yeah but on the other hand we shouldn't be so naive and so ignorant to simply you know bury our heads in the sand and wait for it to simply blow over yeah um so there's that middle ground of of responsibility that we each have and you know this is the the sort of thing that i was mentioning before in terms of this this um notion of not needing to or not being forced or mandated to self-quarantine at the moment though it would makes sense it's prudent for us each to limit the interactions that we have with people um as much as possible if it's not necessary we we just shouldn't do it 
right? Because it's not just for ourselves, right? We think about ourselves, sure, it's, it's very commonsensical that we just say, look, we limit the exposure to everyone else, then we lessen our own chance. Though we have to, again, think about the flow and effects. We come in contact with people who have come in contact with people who have come in contact with people. We just don't know the spread or the, the, the range of interactions yep. um, and contact that has been had across um, the people that we, you know, uh, come in close contact with. Yeah. Um, and if we're coming into contact with people, different people every day, who again have come in contact with different people every day, it's just, uh, it's just making it worse or it's just uh, increasing the risk, really. Isn't that's it? what it is. It's not necessarily making it worse, but it's definitely increasing risk. Increasing the risk. Right. Um, that's the best way to put it, I think. And like, that's as individuals... That's what we can think about doing. It is going to be an inconvenience, of course, for us to need to just stay at home, right? There's many layers to inconvenience of that. But again, what is the other alternative here? Like critical times require radical action. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's just the view that people need to take right now, Mm. you know? But I guess there's also like this, um, with what you just said, like, critical times require radical changes. I think that's what you said. But it's like, um, not like a lot of people don't think it's critical. Mm. Right? So, and um, like that part in itself, to me, I'm like, responsibility is one thing, consideration is another. Totally. Like how considerate you are. Yeah. Right? I am the first person to tell anyone to do whatever the fuck you want to do. But always with the caveat of, as long as it doesn't hurt other people, mm. right? Fact is, no one actually knows what's going on right now. That's Otherwise, right. we'd be sorted. We'd have the answers. Things would be fine. But they're not, right? If there is a chance that you could catch this sort of virus, not know about it, transmit it to someone else who could actually be really harmed by it, because people like, oh, like more people die of the flu and more people die from suicide and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but they're just other issues. Yeah. Just because this one may potentially be less of an issue does not mean it's not an issue. And it doesn't mean that we shouldn't address it. Correct. it is in front of right? us, right? Like, I feel like that sort of argument of like, there's things that are way worse. Yeah, there are. Until you're the person with an elderly grandparent who might catch it and dies. Mm. Or you've got a brother or a sister that has some type of immune um, immune condition mm. and they catch it and they die. Yeah. Like then it's an issue for you, mm. right? But until then, it's not so much. But the fact is, like you were saying, you come into contact with people that come into contact with people that come into contact with people and you know what the fuck's going on, yeah. right, man? What's in who and what's been blown out, caught, contracted, whatever, right? So you have to have some type of consideration mm. for people outside of you because That's your right. actions may hurt someone that's right right so you do what you want to do that's fine but like it's a different set of rules when it comes to things like this which is this may hurt someone else Mm. so you need to be considerate man that's all i'm saying like be considerate i think i think that's key i mean this can no longer be taken as something so trivial right there's we've seen in across the globe now that it has widespread ramifications this isn't an issue of just, you know, um, our immediate environment. 
it's not a, a an issue of just our country or one country or one nation. It's it's an issue of humanity right now, right? So we've yeah. got to step the fuck back and just really consider that and just look above ourselves and our own self-interests. Yeah. You know, and have that consideration, like you said. Yeah. Like you said, it's just like we don't know everything and that's that's where we're at at the moment. Though what we do know is that it could spread through close contact. Yeah. So we have to use what we know to do the best that we can yeah. in the current situation. That's the that's a key, bro. That's the difference. It's like doing the best that we can. Yeah. Right? And I think there's um there's just this air of like overcaution. Mm. Like I get that as well, right? Um like I'm someone who likes to dot I's and cross T's. Um but still like you see some people going like overboard with shit like there's practicalities and realities to life you still yeah, need to and maintain yeah that's that balance again right but like then, we're, we're not saying you have to go walk around <laughs> with some like you know hazmat suit mm. or anything like that just just be fucking practical yeah but with that as well it's like where I think it does not hurt you to exercise an extra level of caution is how you may affect other people yeah absolutely right because it's not just about you. Yeah. And that's that's right? key. That's, that's not, yeah. very key. Yeah. It's not... And that's the thing. It may not affect just you. Mm. If it was up to you, if it was something where like, it's just like you get it and that's done and it was through your own choice and you can't pass it on, do whatever you want, man. Yeah. Like, I've got no advice for you. Because mm. you can do whatever you want. Mm. It's not going to affect anyone else. But if it has the potential to actually harm other people, that's a whole different story, man. Yeah. You got to look at it different, yeah, from a different sure. lens. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So that's, I guess that's the point of view from being responsible in the situation like this. And again, like you said, I think it's very important that we recognize the gravity of the situation or the potential ramifications yeah. um, to humanity, right? To people around us yeah. and, you know, spreading across the entire planet, really. Right, because it's a very real possibility. Yeah. Um, so responsibility is taken differently, like you said, and it's a great example. And it's a great way to put it. If there is potential for um, negatively impacting someone else, then you have to. You really have to consider it from that lens, from a different lens, right? Yeah, you do. Um, so. I think that's very important. I think a lot of people, like you said, the examples that we've raised before were very short-sighted, very irrational, very reactionary. Um, but I think the responsibility for each person is now transcending any semblance of, you know, status or, you know, self-benefit or anything like that, you know. It, it 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 is much farther reaching and it's the same for every single person uh on the planet you know there there is a level of so- solidarity required uh and and a, a united view about what this potentially could be i think mm. yeah well i don't think it really matters like how much money you got well, what you do what you like what you don't exactly like in this sort of situation exactly right? And it's kind of funny that it takes shit like this to make people understand, like, or kind of humble themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred like, percent. And that's that's the best segue ever. 
the best segue ever because we're talking like you know from from responsibility right we talk about opportunity and going back to that quote i mentioned right at the start right yeah those who are unable to uh learn from history are doomed to repeat it yeah so think about that in terms of why it takes situations like this for people to open their eyes you know and what that might mean Mm. what do you think that means well look for, for me, I have a, I have a very, um, I, don't, I don't even know if it's uh, esoteric or mystical or anything like that. You can take it however you like, right? But I always believe that there's always, there must always return a level of, or, or a state of homeostasis, you know, yeah. in everything in life. And in the universe as well, right? And this... I take this, um, and I'll apply this on uh, an individual level as an example mm-hmm. so that you can, you know, relate better. So think about the lessons that you're taught throughout your life. Not necessarily from people, but them, them as well. But through any situation, you are taught various lessons along the way on this journey of life. And it is up to us to be aware enough to see them and then proactive enough to adhere to them, take them on board, adapt, evolve, change as you need to, and then keep going forward until we learn the next lesson. But if you are not aware enough or you ignore the lessons or whatever, then they'll come back in a different way. We're always going to have to learn them though, to, to come back to a level of homeostasis, to balance, to harmony, right? And again, I always use this example for myself, and I, I truly believe this, is that when I was diagnosed with cancer, I feel like that had a lot to do with my ignoring of many cues that I had about who I was and who I was pretending to be. And I was ignoring a lot of those things. For many, many years of my life, I felt it, I knew it. I was doing things that I didn't feel like were directed from the heart, you know? Mm-hmm. And they came up in different ways, you know? Had little mini bouts of depression and being uh, unhappy and all that sort of thing. And you still ignore them because, you know, you go go to the doctor and get those antidepressants and all that sort of thing. And then <clears throat> it comes comes in, in a different form later on. And it, it came out in a, in a very um, shocking way mm-hmm. as cancer, you know? And that's the, that's the lesson that I chose to take. Yeah. And I always reflect back and say, if that didn't happen, then I wouldn't be where I am right now. I wouldn't have been courageous enough as the person I was pre-cancer. Yeah. You know? And that's why I ignored everything up until that point. So again, that is a micro level. But if you expand that out on a macro level, I feel like if we just reflect on society as a whole and what what direction we've been moving towards maybe we might feel that we've been a little bit misguided you know Mm. for quite some time and lost our way you know the focus is no longer on the well-being or welfare of the people it's more about economic growth and you know new stimulus to the people it's about control all that sort of stuff you know 
I think there's a lot out, out there as well because one thing that's interesting to me, which I just realized while you were explaining that, is like this is the one thing that everyone's talking about. Yeah. That's on top of everyone's mind at the same time. Yeah. Right? Whereas usually we're all divided. Yeah, for sure. And there's still division. There's people who, you know, are super scared, think a certain way. There's people that are just being like really blasé and being ignorant to certain things, right? But I don't, like no one can argue that there's not like some level of uh, fear, like collective fear and uncertainty. Yeah, for sure, 100%. It's like weird. It's the one thing that's actually brought everyone together into a focus on something. And that should really tell us something. Yeah. That really should tell us something, you know. Because it's not like it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight or black or white or anything in between anything, Mm -hmm. right? Like this is one thing that can affect everyone as a human that everybody's wondering about and no one actually knows much about, Mm. right? And um, it's interesting like to see um like it's not something that you can really divide that hard on no right like there's not people yelling stuff from the rooftops um that you know people are taking aside and like like yeah that's right no this is right um and it's kind of like what elements of this make it so you know and it, it makes me think about like what are the things that really matter because this is something that's going to affect everyone and you're not having that kind of divisiveness like people are going to have to come together at some point right yeah for sure 100% and it kind of puts into focus for me like so then is all that other shit kind of just pointless that you're arguing about well well, think about this I I just um, I was thinking about this and I wrote about this recently um, and I want to get your take on it like I hear people you know arguing and still trying to work ways around keeping their you know their multi-million dollar businesses running and what the ramifications might be if they didn't have certain staff on the floor or certain functions in their business operating because for x amount of time right if there was was a mandated uh quarantine so say for example for for the asian countries though i think they uh, mandated quarantines of um a month or so or even more um and many businesses ground to a halt right and all those sorts of conversations were about continuity of business and you know um uh, economic stability and keeping the head up above water you know ensuring the big machine keeps rolling on right but then it comes down to the priority is between continuity of the economic machine or the welfare of humanity this uh on that though i feel there's other things that tie into that absolutely absolutely there are right because right? I'm, I'm like from a you have very to keep high level view. certain machines need to keep rolling for certain people to yeah. be able to keep rolling right so i understand that element of it as well and that's like where the balance comes in yeah of course and look at the end of the day right whatever it is like i understand that people's livelihoods are, 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 you know, affected and all that sort of thing. And I get it. But at the end of the day, what is the alternative? There is a balance to be struck, of course. But what is 
uh, short-term pain in 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 uh, comparison or um, versus uh, long-term ramifications of this spreading um, to an uncontrollable um, state, you know? Yeah. Well, I think there's a few things like one, the short-term pain for different people is very different. Yeah. What is short-term pain for some is actually going to be real long-term pain for others. Mm. Um, so that's something that we need to consider. Um, like me personally, I know people who already know that within like four to six weeks time, they're not going to have a business because their business relies on people coming in for certain services or people using certain spaces which they control, right? And they're not going to be getting rents. They're not going to be able to pay their bills out. You know, they've got costs that are still mounting or costs that they've incurred. They're not going to have revenue coming in. They're not going to be able to pay things. They're going to lose shit. Yep. They're not going to be able to run businesses. Yep. And that's how they make money. It's how they survive. And if they don't have like a certain buffer in place, regardless of what you think someone should do like with their finances and be astute about it or not like it's going to be very long-term pain for them like they're going to lose their business they're not going to have a way to make money and you don't just build a business overnight yep that's the reality of it of so like that whereas if you work in a corporate job and you have to stay home a lot of times you're going to keep getting paid mm. Right, so that's why I say like the short-term pain for some is actually going to be a long-term. But that's pain that's a others. that's a great example to highlight the difference, right? Yeah. Of of responsibility, but also of where, who, and where should be taking responsibility. Like uh, what I want to say is, I'm not discounting anything that you just said at all. But you know, worst case on either side, worst case on either side of this of this discussion, like one one side is. We, we won't be here. We'll, our, our, our mortality is in question, right? That's if you take the view that, like, it is could be deadly for everyone. Yeah, but I'm talking, long, like, you know, worst case, right? We have, we have mm. to take worst case from either side, or from each polarity to talk about what, what is the worst case on one end to the other, right? And if we're talking about, um, you know, the annihilation of a, a large like size of the population of of um of earth you know versus i get it it's not going to be an easy situation either way but we'll always find a way you know whatever situation you're always going to find a way like even in the worst case scenario someone loses their business and are unable to support their families things like that you're going to find a way you know but on the other end of the spectrum people are fucking dying you know yeah but um i guess my only point on that is like that's when the difference of operation comes into play yeah for sure again of course i don't have the answer i don't know whether like one mode of action is better than another or not but you have to do what's right for you in the moment that's for sure you have to do what's right for you um and but again that doesn't harm other people and that's where this whole situation very interesting right Because there's also people who are like um, charging seventy to hundred dollars for a bottle of hand sanitizer, mm. like just gouging people. Yeah. Like that's another shitbag move. Like yeah. if you're trying to make money off people's fears, like mm. scummy thing to do, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, and there's that going on as well. 
But then, you know, on the flip of that, there's people who are like, shit, I'm not going to be making money or it's likely I'm not going to. So I need to promote my product right now or I need to my services. I've got to try and get through the door. And like, it it becomes like muddy territory because people are then like, oh, are you just trying to line your pockets right now? Yeah. But it's like, that's not the case. Like people have bills they need to pay, man. And they've got staff they need to pay and they've got costs and they need to be able to cover those and be able to actually promote and sell things. And then people are also getting scared. They're going to contract, man. It's what people do when they get scared. Um, So it's just very interesting. You need to look at your own personal situation. I think look at who's around you and then very carefully consider how your actions are going to affect the wider environment around you because you're going to. Unless you're sitting in a cave by yourself, you're going to. And I think that's the main thing for me right now is like how how the things that you are doing or that I'm doing, how are they going to affect other people? Mm. You need to be mindful of that because it's not just about you. Yeah. And like, we have to keep in mind, and like you said, this approach, like anything, you can't look at it um, and paint every situation with a broad stroke, right? We have to look at what is immediately in front of each of us and apply the the adequate approach that suits us and our well, Especially when you don't know how things are actually going to turn out, Yeah. right? You can have, but there are, on the flip side of that, certain things that you do know will happen. That's right. Like if everybody descends into chaos, people are going to get hurt. Yeah. That's a fact. History's shown you that time and time again, Mm. right? When riots happen and people get hurt and things Mm. like that. When society descends into chaos because people get scared or they don't want something to happen, right? Mm. So you got to look at that and be like, is that the path that people are heading down? Like, is that where things are going? Yeah. Right? We get Um, a glimpse of that for sure, you know? Yeah, man. People's behaviors. And, um... I think this whole situation aside, like as in the current thing and and what people should do about that, just looking at this as a lesson, it's like maybe it's a good idea for people to think about how their actions affect others. Yeah, totally. 100%. 100%. And like, just to come back to the point about, um, and I think this sort of um, talks about leadership a little bit of of our people a leadership in general right mm-hmm. uh, leadership of humanity and like you said leadership should recognize that these sorts of situations are going to happen right in times like this like we're talking you know loss of business and all that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. people are going to struggle and i want to use an example like there's there's many people like celebrities and uh, athletes and stuff like that they're pledging their money um, to help support people who are going to be out of work um, for a prolonged period. So, mm-hmm. for example, um, the NBA, the National Basketball Association in, in America, they've shut down all their suspended games indefinitely. And what that means to the people who work at the various stadiums, they don't have a job until they start up again. Um, and a lot of people, they rely on that salary um, as, as their, you know, their only income, yep. it's their livelihood. So people like, um, team owners who are private owners, athletes, they are pledging their own money to support these people through this tough time, which is great, right? A great show of solidarity, yep. but 
is it really their responsibility? Isn't it up to the leaders of our nations and our people to recognize this and, you know, prioritize that as well? Do you know what I mean? Like, it is up to leadership to understand what is going to happen as a result of this and support the people. Just like the example you put in terms of uh, corporate workers who will continue to be paid. That's a great example of it, right? That is upper uh, or a higher level leadership or um, a leadership decision to say that, you know, we need to keep people paid because they rely on the salary. Mm-hmm. I think that needs to apply uh, much more widely than that, right? Well, I think, like, in terms of the leadership of a nation, like, various countries have announced stimulus, hmm. whether it's well well spent, well, uh, well divvied is another argument, but of that's, course. again, going to be subjective. Of course. But in terms of um, your question of should they be doing more, I think, um, like, there's a lot that goes into it, and I'm, I'm not, like, a political person per yeah, se right of course, so, of course. So, uh, we need to yeah. you know we need to you know premise the conversation <laughs> yeah. to say that we're both so not in I, it. I, yeah so i guess i'm not the best person to talk about that so i don't really have too much of an opinion on that yeah. um but what i will say to that is you know with the people like those team owners you're talking about and athletes and stuff they're pledging their own money i think that speaks to a wider um a wider view of doing what you can do yeah. for the people around you. Yeah. And I think that's important. Mm. I think you should do what you can, mm. right? Um, and what you're comfortable with doing. And I think that's one cool thing that comes out of situations like this is like you see, you do see the good side of humanity from a mm. lot of people. Yeah, Like there's a lot of doom and gloom. And like I didn't know that team owners were paying um, you know, pledging their funds towards this. Yeah. Like, I haven't heard anything about that, mm. but I've heard the same, like, fear-mongering shit a <laughs> ton yeah. from different sources, right? And I think maybe that's another thing that we need to do as people, just ongoing, like, is totally. just For share sure. the positivity of the things that people are doing and take that as a cue to do what you can do for other people. Sure. I think that's getting missed a lot. You know, like, um, especially as Aussies, we come together like in times like this usually, right? Excuse me. Um, like the bushfires that we just had. Mm. Like Australians as a whole raised millions on millions of dollars for people, right? Um, and that's really cool. I think they're the sorts of things that, you know, are good to come out of situations like this and they're the sort of things we should focus on as well as working out what the best path is forward. Mm. And not just being scared and trying to take care of ourselves, but taking care of other people and doing what we can. I think that's important, man. Yeah, for sure. And I think you hit the nail on the head with saying that it's doing what we can, right? It doesn't matter what position you are in or how wealthy you are or how many people you know or don't know or whatever it is. You do what you can in these situations, right? Yeah. And and that's, that's voluntary goodwill from people. And that, that is, again, like you said, a showing of what um, positivity and what good can come out of humanity in general. But that's not being spoken about. But my point also is that it, nece- is, it shouldn't necessarily be the responsibility of the goodwill of people to ensure that, you know, things are put in a good position or 
or um yeah but i kind of think it is man i challenge that i think it is i think to a degree right but we have a leadership structure for a reason is what i'm saying yeah right and if they aren't focusing their resources and their attention on the right things at the right time then i question whether that is good leadership or not and again I'm, i'm saying this from a from a place of not knowing fuck all about politics or anything like that right mm-hmm. but i'm just saying this from a general leadership perspective right yeah. as a as a leader i have led many people uh in my past life in the corporate world and all that sort of stuff right mm-hmm. and you can look at what leader means to you as a definition mm-hmm. but again if you are put in a position to lead you know a group of people right you have to focus on what is important to this group for the welfare of this group Mm -hmm. that is my opinion yeah right it's not about any other you know intentions or any other motives that you might have or did have before this popped up if things come up the priorities may have to change yeah you know and that's that's my only point yeah and i think that's hard for uh people who are responsible for large groups to do there's so many like um stakeholders per se right and things to consider yeah for sure and agendas to be met well that's that's the point right yeah again is it are those driving the wrong decisions or they influencing things one way or another Mm. is my point yeah so again something needs to be considered yeah no 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 knowledge or interest in politics at all but um but yeah i think i think it needs to be talked about to some degree anyway yeah yeah and i think that will come out in the in the weeks to come yeah yeah um outside of that let's talk about opportunities again let's delve a little bit deeper into that mm-hmm. like opportunities from situations like this and yep. it doesn't need to be specifically about the situation mm-hmm. but i think it again whether we're aware or not of the lessons we're being taught in these times. And I think what it boils down to for me, and you mentioned this before, it's just around reflecting upon human behavior and action generally, mm-hmm. where that's at, where yep. it has been at. And does that need to be looked at a little bit and reflected upon and refined and change and shift? You know, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts? Um, I think times like this, like kind of put a spotlight on an opportunity differently to how it's usually viewed. <clears throat> like, um, also, like there's opportunities in everything. Yeah, That's the truth. Absolutely. There's opportunities to learn new things. There's opportunities to improve things. There's opportunities to discard things that, you know, maybe we thought were serving us well that aren't. Mm. So I think, like, also depends how you, um, I think as an individual, as a group, like, choose to pursue opportunities. Yeah. How opportunistic you are. Um, And I think these sorts of times kind of put, if you want, the ethics and morality of your opportunities up for show. Totally. 100%. 100%. I think that. Like I, like I alluded to before, um, for me, what this has highlighted is that, because I think about everything 
um, in general, it sort of works in cycles, right? Just like seasons and everything's cyclical, mm-hmm. you know? There's, uh, there's times of ups, times of downs, but there always has to be like this, this level of homeostasis, this, like harmony with everything, like in nature. And this is almost like the, the straw that is going to break the camel's back type thing, you mm-hmm. know? It has been this accumulation of things. Like, like you mentioned before, there's, there's been many things that have been happening in recent times. The, the fires, you know, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> a whole lot of uh, 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 events that have elicited the, the attention globally. Um, and for me, I think it's, uh, it's time to reflect on who we are as people, how we act, how we behave, and whether that really needs to shift. Mm. Um, I think more and more we've gone down this rabbit hole of becoming uber detached from physical life and you know, walking into this digital realm and we're distracted and we don't really understand or we don't really know where we're going. Cause if you ask many people, um, nine times out of 10 or even more, right. They're not going to know what they want or where they're going or what they're living for or anything like that. It's always very surface level. Um, And that sort of feeds onto reactive behaviors as well, because people aren't really thinking or attuned with the way they're behaving or acting and how that, you know, impacts other people around them or how their level of awareness to general life impacts everything, you know? Mm. So that's, that's what I feel, right? I feel like there is now like a real, present reminder for everyone to really reflect upon what it is that life is really about you know Mm -hmm. what are you chasing where are you running to you know yeah i think it's like also and what do you want to pursue exactly yeah for sure which is like yeah what are you running towards yeah because um i don't know if you've seen the video um there's this short film that's created by a guy called steve cuts and it's called happiness and it's this like this animated depiction of what modern life looks like and basically it's three minutes long mm-hmm. and it's just a bunch of mice scurrying around you know in this modern world you know trying to push their way onto trains and then you know running the actual rat race this is like a great depiction of that mm-hmm. and you see when they're sort of running around on this this maze of um, train station and stuff going up and down escalators. They've got those notice boards that tell you where the next station is. It says, train to nowhere, train to nowhere. Mm-hmm. But everyone's fucking running towards this delusion of happiness. But they always wind back in the same place. So, running to nowhere, I think, like you said, it's very important for people to understand. Yeah, I think... Uh, times like this and what's happening now kind of grinds people to a halt regardless of where they're running to. Mm. And it's and it's important. It's a great opportunity to actually reflect. Yeah. And I think there's definitely opportunity in that for sure. 
and there's also like opportunities to adapt all right like um there's that old saying about investment like right like when there's blood in the streets that's when the money's there to be made um and when you know most people are fearful is when a lot of people can take opportunities to move forward uh make a lot of money um, you know and and not in a quote-unquote opportunistic way like new things become uncovered that allow people to uh, come up with new solutions to things like man this whole with everyone working from home it's definitely gonna i think it's gonna breed a whole new segment of like interactive technology that is gonna allow people to work from home better yeah in professions that traditionally didn't have that capability or it was just never delved down that path because they didn't have to things were working fine and Mm. now you can't do that so they're gonna have to work out a solution and from that they're gonna work out solutions that can be applied in so many different areas Mm. the people that create those systems could make a lot of money Mm. you know they could come up with solutions that allow um work to happen in a completely different way we haven't thought about yet that produces better work that produces better solutions that has gives people better quality of living and that's worth it's worth money and it's worth things that you can't measure too right mm. so um i think that's going to happen as well and but it gives um like this it's essentially like a pattern interrupt is happening right now yeah right for sure you should make people stop and think about shit for sure um and so I think some really cool stuff's going to come out of this too. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, and I think that's that's the whole point, right? Like you were mentioning, it's sort of the trait of the species that survive is adaptation and evolution, the ability to, right, yeah. you know, to shift to the ever-changing environment around mm. them, right? But also if you think that's a good or bad thing, Hey, you know, whether or not that's good or bad, right? Yeah. You know, the the concept of survival is that you are able to, mm-hmm. you know, you are able to survive and thrive and adapt and evolve to the ever-changing environment around you. Yeah. Good or bad, you know, whatever. But if you don't, then you perish. Yes. And that's That's just it. And again, not saying it's good or bad or one way or another. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, right? Um. But, again, that's a point that you can take at the micro level in terms of how you're able to adapt to the situation in front of you, right? Yeah. The ever-changing world. Because the, cha- the world is changing at an ever-increasing pace and rapidity than it has before, you know, with the introduction of digital technology. Yep. Shit is, like, happening so fast, Right. And we understand that a lot of people feel that change is uncomfortable and they don't like change. And again, you know, natural emotions that come out of, you know, uh, being pushed out of uh, a place of comfort. But again, the alternative is if you don't adapt, then you will be not required, useless, rendered, you know, um, um, incapable of surviving or thriving in in the new shape of the environment that it's Mm. taking um and i think again that is uh, a state of shifting and pivoting 
from reflection, from the opportunity to reflect, to take a step back and look at everything around you, what it is that is actually happening and what direction you need to point yourself in now to, in order to keep going, you know, to yeah. thrive. Yeah, and I think if anything from this time, that would be the one of the best things to take from uncertainty right now is like, maybe just stop to think about how you think. Yeah. Because the thing is, again, uh, change is inevitable, right? So you can either embrace it and be proactive about it or, you know, be pushed and forced into it. Yeah, and also, like, it's never the event of something. It's the meaning you attach to it. That's right. So look at the events that are going on around you and be mindful of the meaning that you're attaching to it Mm. because that's going to dictate your mode going forward. Yeah. Yeah, comes back to what you were talking about right at the start with regards to perspective and how we view not only these types of situations but any situation that's yeah. put in front of us. I'd like, I truly believe it's everything. Yes. Because it dictates your experience. Yes, that's right. Does. Yeah. Righto. Um, I think we covered quite a lot. Did you have anything else to say on the topic? Nope. Yeah. Right. I think there's. Th- I think this one can roll on for quite a long time, uh, so we might just cap it there. I'm sure we'll touch different elements of it in the future. For sure. Um, don't want to harp on it anymore because there's plenty of commentary around it um, <laughs> around anyway. So, so yeah, we might leave it there. Cool. Yeah. And where can they find you, Les? Yeah, you can uh, touch base with me on my website, findingspace.co. Uh, and also via Facebook and Instagram, which is uh, at findingspace.co. Uh, send me an email, hit me up a DM, whatever it is, and uh, get in touch. How about you, Sean? Best place to find me is on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Sean underscore Coop. So it's S-H-A-U-N underscore C-O-O-P. To send me a message, we can chat there. If you guys have anything you would like us to discuss on the podcast, um, just feel free to shoot Les or myself a message or an email um, and we'd be happy to bring it up, have a good chat around it. And um, as always, we're just going to ask that if um, there's anything you found of value here, a little nugget, something you think might help someone else, you think um, would be cool for them to hear or beneficial for them, just please share this with one other person. Um, that's our little fee that we ask um, you to, to pay, I guess, for mm. um, listening here. We feel that um, there's always something from our conversations that can apply in different situations to different people. And um, that's why we have these conversations here and put them out for you guys. Yeah. And also, I guess if you feel compelled to, uh, feel free to leave a review as well on, on any of the, uh, wherever you're listening to the podcast. I mean, that's also helpful in terms of um, allowing us to keep going and deliver good content to you guys. Um, and, you know, again, comments about, uh, what you liked, what you didn't like, what uh, suggestions on topics that you want us to cover in the future. But, uh, but yeah, until next time, guys. We'll see you later. See you then. <laughs>